weeks in and it's already getting rough, but it's paradise here with God Hates Jags where we keep the mood positive, even though the Jacksonville Jaguars are already off to another shit start. But uh, we're going to keep the vibes real good today. We're all here. Hi, Shimmer. Hi, Patrick. How you guys doing? Been better. Uh, You know. Had four days to marinate after the game. Uh, This is going to be our mostly recapping the Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars game, which we fell. I don't even remember the score. I didn't write it down. Uh, We lost by less than the Texans, so improvement made. But what was the score? Do you all remember? Uh, sadly, sadly, I do not. I it was 23-13. And my prediction, yeah. by the way, was 24-14. to 14. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Did you look that up? I feel like one of us needs to be in charge of looking up last week's thing because I know I predicted we lose. We all did. But I do not remember what the score was. was one close? of our listeners can do that. Oh, yeah. We're all, I know what our records are for the predictions. We're all one and one. But um, I've got a feeling we're all going to have the same – pick again anyway what against the Cardinals yeah hey man don't spoil the later part of the the podcast we got to keep it positive so we can trick people into thinking we might have a shot by the time we get around that's what people are listening for yeah yeah we need that that positivity they come to god hates jacks for the positivity (laughs) here we are (laughs) there's the number one place for jaguar positivity i'll keep it going i don't i don't care how many weeks it takes i'll uh no, it's getting, man, they just, the first drive, if we're going to talk about the game, man, Let's we looked about it. fucking elite the first drive. Though, to be fair, I think there was like, if we would have punted, but there was kind of a shitty call against the Broncos that was like kind of questionable that kept our drive alive. So if that didn't go our way, we might yeah. have just gotten scoreless until the punt return at the end of the game, but... It did I don't happen. Last, uh, I don't remember the last time we scored first, though. So it wasn't. I was good thinking start. about that myself. Got yeah. the ball and scored the very first drive. It had to have been years. That's going to be a really tough unanswered question that I don't think I'm going to be able to look up. We uh, <laughs> yeah, you can look it up. That should be easy. Check out the box scores of every game. <laughs> and yeah, come on, man. I actually have a job. <laughs> well, uh, Twitter did tell me. Stat boy is what we need. He's <laughs> a stat, stat boy. boy. They have a whole department. That boy. One of us that needs boy. like a little younger brother that thinks what we're doing right now is really cool and we could make them oh. do stuff. But unfortunately, we don't have that. You want to yeah. be stat boy? Write us at Twitter. Got <laughs> hates Jackspot. Yeah, if anyone's listening that needs a, a free internship uh, as a God hates Jack stat boy, hit us up. We're going places. What a uh, throw by Trevor on that first touchdown, though. Can we yeah, talk about that? The man had one beautiful godlike throw. My God. And it was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. Marvin Jones might be the only wide receiver on your team worth anything currently. Nah, like, I disagree. Who looks good on our as a wide receiver? Shark <sighs> has had his moments. Yeah. Chark they all had, it all seems to Chark be a had rhythm a good touchdown thing. last week, yeah. but besides that, he's done basically nothing. Visca it's the team has yeah, done. Like oh my was saying. It's the team hurt. collectively. It, it, it's the whole team. I don't think it's just our wide receivers. Like um, we're collectively using Lavisca Chenault like so horribly. Like well, he exclusively gets the ball behind the line of scrimmage. And yeah, I think like, his like, role not got allowed. Like what is he not allowed to run routes? We're trying to extend the run game by throwing like bubble screens and stuff like that but i have a theory to james robinson for more than five times a game we were in the My game theory basically the whole is time. that etienne is a way bigger part of this offense than anyone thought and they've been scrambling to try to run the same offense with the pieces that they have and they've done so unsuccessfully but also they refuse the players to don't know where they're supposed to be and that's part of the confusion because they haven't practiced this, rather than adapting to the personnel. That's what I think has been going on, but it's also just a complete guess. Is it one of those, there's too many cooks in the kitchen situation with our offense right now? Because our defense is not looking fantastic, but they're, they look like an NFL defense. Our offense does not right now. It looks like it is 
trying to change based on the game rather than having a plan for what they're trying to do. Yeah. But Let's talk about seem like the defense volatile. does look competent. Much yeah, more than the first week. Yeah, the, the run defense looks fine. The The pass defense is getting burnt by plays, but I think it's one of those that we're getting burnt by long passes because we have no pass rush and we're not putting any pressure up front, so they've got time to throw those passes. Um, so somebody on Reddit posted, like, the highest or, like, everybody's pro football focus grade for week two on the Jags. Who do you guys think was number one? like had the highest and who had the lowest on any of the starters what of For like pro all football quarterbacks focus? in the league no of all the play every player gets a grade at the end of the game on, oh, pro our football. Team. on our team and who do you think that had the highest grade last week and who had the lowest the highest uh, one i would be surprised if you get honestly they're both guess. kind of shocking go ahead uh, I guess. i'm gonna get i feel like Jawan taylor actually played really good this game so i'm gonna guess him because that seems like a, a wild card guess and for the worst i'm going to say uh cj henderson i'm gonna okay. say for the best andrew wingard and for the worst trevor lawrence uh the worst was almost trevor lawrence i think trevor lawrence oh i take it back <laughs> i have this wrong the worst was aj can who i just now spotted second worst Miles Jack, and then third worst was Trevor. They're all in the uh, 40s, a 40 grade. And was the Miles highest, Jack a 44? That Miles Jack was mm-hmm. uh, 46.7. Ah, uh, um, so close. The highest grade, Oshak Hennessy, who I'm pretty sure got hurt early. <laughs> he, he caught one ball and got hurt on it and never came back. So I guess he had by That's default. That's 100%. Yeah, he has a perfect 4.4 Yeah, grade. he caught one, like, 24-yard pass and got injured and pieced out of there. And now he's on injured reserve. Highest grade. So that does make sense. Wingard like, uh, had Wingard was second in the game. And he had, a, he had at least two no, no open well. field tackles, yeah, which is it sucks. not – like him because he actually played good which hurts because i just want him gone so i can watch andre cisco develop so him playing good is just bad for me our standards are so low that he he had a sack which is unlikely for him but also i think for a safety in general it was kind of like a him and josh allen like you know but you like, didn't uh, see Teddy bridgewater had a run out and it was like basically whoever got there first was gonna be a sack josh allen got a sack I think we had two in the game. Wing we had three. Adam Gatsis had one. That's right. That's Which right. I feel is like three is like decent enough, but I feel like, I don't know, it still felt so like if it was like most, it was like a 2017 Saxonville game. I was like, yeah, we got three sacks. Good job. But today three, it just, it three just felt as so. Many as last week. <laughs> yeah, it just felt but so it, like empty. It just feels like we still don't have a pass rush. The game, I know we're two weeks into this season. The Broncos game, I feel like we – lost that game based on I mean there were missed field goals obviously the interceptions doesn't help but we didn't do enough with our offense to play to keep our offense on the field the Texans game I feel like we got beat in that game it's not like we lost it obviously we had penalties but like we were just unprepared for the Texans game that, that's what gets me. At least we, the we were prepared. The two weeks. We were bad, but we were prepared we were, to be bad. I mean, obviously we were prepared. We Baby came steps. out on the first drive, your scripted drive. We came out and look what happened. But then after that, it's like, what happened after that? You don't we need script a script for all point. 60 plays. We need to the entire game. What's the they plan for the rest of the to game? Adapt. Yeah. Um, you well, can't score once. I would say getting balanced is probably, or at least attempting to have a balanced offense is probably a good idea, you know? Like maybe just see what happens if you give Robinson 25 carries. Yeah, I understand you you have to throw to keep up with the points, but, dude, I mean, we were down. I mean, we lost by 10 at the end of the game. But if we didn't miss those field goals, it's a one-score game. I do. I want to talk about about how Josh Lambeau is done. He's – He's faded. He's wasted. But real yeah. quick, you guys want to hear my theory that I'm making up on the spot right now? So, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, like, obviously, we haven't used James Robinson at all. It's like, what? Like, he's like our best offensive player. Why are we not using this guy? 
Uh, and Trevor Lawrence, I think, is, like, second or third in the league and, like, you know, passes downfield, like, of over 15 yards. And he's, like, top two or three in just, like, pass attempts, which is probably not great for a rookie. So, like, my theory is basically this is just a learning curve year. Like, why, why waste a year of James Robinson when, like, running backs have, you know, short lifespans? Like, basically, we're like, hey, we're going to let you take the year off, stay healthy, and we're just going to pass it a fuck ton just so, like, you know, Trevor Lawrence can, like, get all the bad shit out of his system. So next year, James Robinson, he'll be healthy. ETN will be healthy. Trevor's going to get all of the hiccups out of the way. So we're, we're, we're going for the 2022 season, I think, already. I think we've already uh, thrown in the white towel for wins. Shimmer, shimmer. do you want to say it or do you want I, me to say it? I wish I had, like, a button that would play – the scene from Billy Madison where, the, where the, the moderator tells everyone that they're now dumber for having listened to that because... It's a reoccurring <laughs> what's, scene on this What's show. a better theory that, of why we have yet to use James Robinson at all then? Too many cooks in the kitchen is not a bad theory. I, I mean, Bevel is calling a, a plays based on the, the game, but at the same time, it's just... I think it... I don't. I don't know. I mean, they seem kind of desperate in their plays rather than confident. If that makes that's sense. yeah. That's I agree with that sentiment. I, I think it's that he's he's changing the game plan based on the circumstances of the game rather than just keeping to what essentially the game plan would have been throughout. And and you talk about the balance from what I have seen. And you know, this may be right, maybe wrong, but this is why we need a stats guy. So reach out to us. Trevor has thrown the ball 84 times. James Robinson has rushed the ball 16 times. So, yes. That's Carlos easy Hyde math. Is, yeah. That's easy well, math right there. It's Carlos 84%, Hyde is, 16%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carlos Hyde has gotten some carries. And like that, you know, I've mentioned this before, like running back, I don't give a fuck who's running the ball. Um, it's Jaguars running back. I do. Run the ball. But I, I think, prefer it be James Robinson. <laughs> I think Carlos Hyde has had 14. So even still, you've got 84 passes compared to 30 runs. That's not balance. So being down in a one-score game should not take out the running game. And if you want our offensive line to look better, they're not going to look better if they know all we're going to do is pass. Trevor isn't going to look better if they know all we're going to do is pass. He's got to pass the ball to learn in the NFL, but he's not going to get better making these mistakes. I, I, I think he's got the, the mindset to get over throwing interceptions. I don't think that's going to affect him, but you're basically putting the game on his shoulders with your shitty play calling. I'm not saying it's shitty, but it's, it's not prepared. You're not adjusting to anything. It's definitely not great. Because <laughs> I'm not saying shitty, but it. Dude, I mean, it's, it's shitty. shitty, but I'm not saying it's Cheryl shitty. Cheryl Bevel, it's not, not bad. It's the smells. greatest, not I the feel worst. Like Patrick, I don't know if Patrick would that will get this, but uh, isn't the Jaguars' offensive coordinator position like uh, the defense against the dark arts teacher? Like every year, it's somebody new. Because <laughs> what, what do you say? Is this Harry Potter? Explain this. this. Is Harry Potter. Yeah, you know why, Shunner? You'll get it. Bro, you walk into Duval County and all of your skills get zapped <laughs> out of you. Like, fucking every year Harry Potter goes to Hogwarts, stupid shit happens to him just somehow. It's always him that the stupid shit happens to out of all the students. You walk into Duval County and whatever talent you had, you like it just gets zapped out of you. We just... We I'm just not confident really in quick. the... I think Daryl Bevel like knows what he's doing, but I think he's calling plays based off what like Urban is saying he wants to see and not really being like, hey, I got this. Let me call the game how I want to call it. But we don't know any of that. No, we don't. We don't know anything. Look at us. The weirdest part. I'm just a dude. I'm a dude on a Zoom call. We literally are all just dudes on Zoom call. It's just the weirdest part is like literally – like Urban Meyer is on record saying like he was basically going to hire another offensive coordinator and like Daryl Bevel's like interview, you know, he convinced him so much of like what this offense needs. And he like hired him saying it was because he like, you know, helped Russell Wilson when he was a rookie as a young quarterback, like develop. So like the biggest thing to do that is run the ball. So like, I thought it was going to be, you know, we're going to run it too much. 
And I was going to be annoyed. We have James Robinson. I'm not saying they're the same. Lynch and the Legion of Boom when he was a rookie. I'm not saying they're the same, but we haven't even tried to run. We haven't even like proved that isn't going to work yet. But Russell Wilson wasn't putting up those numbers when when Daryl Bevel. He's doing better now than he was with Daryl Bevel. So. He's not still the offensive coordinator. No, I know. Right. I, so, I, I understand a, that Urban Meyer lied to us when he said he only hires elite coaches. Might have been a little bit of hyperbole there. This is the problem, like we said, with the scripted, you know, and we'll move on to the Cardinals game, but the scripted part of the Denver Broncos game, which, like I said, I think we lost that game. Uh, we didn't beat ourselves. We just lost it because of we couldn't make field goals and we couldn't adjust to the game as it happened. We had 189 yards of total offense. That's like first quarter numbers for some teams. 83 of those 189 yards came on the first drive of the game. So if that doesn't tell you about the adjustment that we can do throughout the game, I mean, I don't know what else does. That, that's almost <laughs> incomprehensible to me. And, and Hey, man, we had James a lead. Robinson, I'm just cool having a lead. That was great. We had the lead. That felt like a win. Great. I was like, ooh. But the game's not won because you have the league. You need to keep scoring points to win the game. Might be um, true. I have to look into that, but that, that could be the case. I also heard on something else today that the two wide receivers in the NFL that have the most air yards to their completions are Brandon Cooks and Cortland Sutton. Oh, yeah. we are, Our uh, pass defense is yeah. horrible. It's That's so not a bad. good sign. <laughs> right. That's something this, to do with our defense. They weren't even talking about the Jaguars. They were just talking about wide receivers with the most areas. Well, that's an so. obvious connection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, shit. Uh, definitely pick up uh, the over, Sean, on, on, uh, on Hopkins <laughs> this week. Yeah, I'll look at it. I haven't made those picks yet. I got my Thursday <laughs> night it's... picks in. I'm working on the Saturday games. but uh... It's going to be pick your poison for the – for the Cardinals against us. Yo, I mean, like any Rondale Moore. I already got Rondale Moore in my fantasy lineup. Uh, I it's have one question. Play. Oh, one thing we didn't need to talk about is they did sign one elite person this offseason, and that's my boy Jamal Agnew. That guy gave us the greatest return, I think, paid off. Uh, I've ever seen on our team. So. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't even excited because the game was over. We lost. So, what did they have? Yeah, they're, just, they're gonna lose. But again, theory, they had a chance. You put six more points on the board because of two missed field goals, and then you get that that uh, return for a touchdown. Yeah, it's a game. Oh, if he misses one more, he's cut, right? He's oh, Lambo has to be. We're yeah, all in agreement. Like he's wasted, though. He's done. Like kickers, you have a no, short. No, I don't agree with that. Oh, he's. You know I've he's seen, gonna choke. I've this seen Sunday. kickers do this in a game and then hit the one they need to, and then are fine mm-hmm. the rest of the season. Yeah, he, they go through spots, but he was I mean, injured dude, all last year. He had a bad like off season. He had a bad injury season. Him. It's there was a like Urban Meyer said on you know one of the post game things like he basically just leaves Lambo alone now while practicing because he doesn't really like when he's over there like. Lambo is when Andrew Wingard a little meme of him pushing the chin up and then like the second Andrew Wingard like let go his chin just went back down. He is mentally. Oh, you he's think done. He's, he's? I think got, he could. Like, he could go to another team and be good again. But what do they call that? The kicking yips. is all. Yeah, he's got the yips. He's got the yips. Like kicking is all <laughs> mental. Like he could go to another team and be like great again. I feel, but not Maybe. here. He's done. That's what happened to him in in San yeah, Diego. Exactly. I think it's the coaching staff. I think like, Urban's uh, too intense for him, uh, what's and the, uh, he can't handle that pressure. And Doug Marone probably just let him do his thing. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Josh, thumbs yep. up," and he gave a thumbs up once a day. He's like, "All right." He's but, not uh, letting him be water, dude. What's the? That is what it is. What's the Seahawks? Kid? Jason Myers. He was absolutely horrible for us. Now he's like a good, solid top ten kicker in the league now over in Seattle. It's all about getting past the yips with the new team. So Urban really liked. Uh, Rosas, he was upset that we let him go, and now I can see why. Yeah, isn't he now, still a free agent? Uh, no, <laughs> he's think, with somebody. Yeah, he's with he's the with... Saints because Will yeah. Lutz is on IR or something. So I think once Will Lutz comes back, they'll let go of Rosas, and then we're definitely going to scoop him back up again. Mm. Or we take Will Lutz. <laughs> oh yeah, 
I, we have fine. all these fucking six round picks that we've traded away all of our players at the players. Do you remember players. I'm not what it was like that. though? Did we have like seven kickers last season? <laughs> remember, uh, I think it was a puncher, but remember Matt Turk? Yeah. Yeah. Why said. didn't you bring that up? I don't know. I'm just thinking of really bad kicking that we I had. remember. All right. Uh, the uh, Brad Hortman. I, a... I have a brother-in-law that looks just like Brad Hortman. So, so no one knows what Brad Norton looks like. <laughs> well, I do because he looks like Coach. Brian Anger, I think, is on the Rams now, isn't he? No, dude, he was on Dallas. We played him in the preseason. That's he was right. Banging yeah. him on us. Yeah, I've got a um, uh, a nephew who looks like Martin Gramatica. Who the fuck is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Automatica. You don't remember Automatica? I don't actually have a nephew who looks like. I just thought mm. it was funny. Oh, I do have uh, I have uh, uh, some unanswered questions. What do you got for us? Hit man? us, dude. Um, all right. So one that I was interested in looking up, which is uh, I said, I wonder if Jameis holds the record for most touchdown passes in the Jacksonville Stadium during the NFL game, right? And uh, Blake Bortles once threw five touchdown passes – what? I don't remember that game. But it was at the Titans and oh. not at our stadium. It is the record for most single really? game touchdown passes. Blake with Damn. five. And in fact, uh, surprisingly, that would make Blake tied for third all time for touchdown passes in a single game, but with like 40 to 50 other people. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but is Jameis is five touchdowns in our stadium? Is Jameis the the most? Philip Rivers, Andrew Luck, and Peyton Manning have all thrown four touchdowns against the Jaguars, making Jameis Damn. have the record for most touchdown passes in our stadium with five. What about uh, Florida Georgia Not against the Jaguars? Yeah, so we I don't need a stats guy. Florida, Georgia. I had to just look up. No, oh, that yeah. one took me too long. That's why I, don't, I know I don't want to That's look up the death, first yeah. drive one. Um, and, of course, Jameis looks shitty the next week. He was like zero touchdowns, two picks against uh, whoever. Jameis is going to Jameis. He needs the exclusive sure play in the stadium. I was at the stadium for at least the Andrew Luck and Philip Rivers throwing five touchdowns. I don't Phillip know if Rivers I was there for for four Peyton. touchdowns against us, I think, three times. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, if times. I messed it up. But two of those were at, uh, in San Diego or, or mm. wherever the fuck. California's. <laughs> um, yeah, one of those places that he played. And, and then five. he went and played for the Colts, which the other two quarterbacks threw. What is going on here? Oh, yeah, so every single one of those quarterbacks played for the Colts. Yeah. All right. So obviously we're just going pass happy this whole year. It seems like with Daryl Bevel, will Trevor throw five touchdown passes? In I think Trevor breaks that record this season. You think really? He'll, you think no, he'll throw six? Break I think he'll he throw gets five? five. I think he gets five in a game. Will Ooh, that be me... because we're down five touchdowns? Uh, could be. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The, uh, <laughs> all right. Here's the rest of our home games. He just needs to get, like, two in the first quarter. and he can We have the Cardinals, the Titans. Dolphins doesn't count because that's London. The Bills, the Niners, the Falcons, and Falcons. the Texans. And Revenge the Colts. game. Which of those – which team would probably be the best bet of us? Give me the uh, first one. Falcons, oh. it seems like. Falcons are like pretty them. shitty. They got like, tore up by the – Brady through five. I mean yeah. – and they're, like, equally as good, Brady. And that's I'm late say, November, uh, so, uh, you know, Trevor will be hopefully more in a rhythm by late November. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Cardinals, man. I mean, it's going to be a shootout. If, you think if he's throwing five touchdowns? Shootout, it's going to be next week because they gave up three to Kurt Cousins. Do you think we're going to have enough time? He's going to have enough time in the pocket to throw five against Chandler Jones If we can Watt? keep some balance on offense and actually hold on to possession where we're not three and out, only way he I throws so. five on the Cardinals if they don't run the ball once. <laughs> Can I real something about football is the absolute like craziest sport because week one Chandler Jones had five sacks against the Titans, and then the next week against the Vikings, who don't have like some you know superior offensive line, he had zero sacks. Like it's just so crazy how. Like or like with Jameis with the five touchdowns, I don't know, just how like a player can have such an absolutely dominant performance and then the next week just like I don't know, you know, not it's week have one those dude. stats. 
you momentum is a big thing yeah. though. Yeah. We fall apart. We seem to fall apart every, every game though so far. They sort of seem prepared and then they're just like, they get, you know, I know. <laughs> they scored on us. It was very quick. Some, some, uh, some Cardinals. I think we can touch on that briefly. <laughs> like, Kyler Murray. We're going to lose. He's like the uh, odds on. I mean, obviously, we, you know, week two MVP bets never like play out, but he's currently the like I think betting favorite to be MVP. He's ridiculous. Wow. He's so tiny. He just runs around forever until somebody's open, and then he just I I swear like every week there's like the Sunday night football highlights of him like chucking like a fifty yard hail mary and it works. I feel like he does it all the time. It's ridiculous. It's not going to look best. good for us receiving core in the NFL. He's though. got yeah, he's got great wide receivers that will go up for those balls, but he they uh, they just have an offense that is you have to account for Kyler Murray doing that every single play and he could stand in the pocket and he could throw the ball or he could run it or he could scramble and then throw it. So it literally keeps you guessing all the time. And they kind of so have small. a two-headed running back situation going on too, right? So they have James Conner. Do, oh, but yeah. they have the threat to run the ball. Uh, James Connor the and they've got someone else. Chase uh, uh, Kenyon Drake, right? No, Kenyon Drake's on the bike or on yeah. the Raiders now. I thought he left. Dude, I wanted Rondale Moore in the draft. I wanted either like him or Elijah Moore. Yeah. I wanted one of those like second round super fast wide receivers. Yeah. We never go and for that guy. Instead, we went for Walker Litter, who I think is going to be great. But he's been inactive the get... first two weeks. Who the fuck else has their second round pick just inactive? They might get – well, we, I thought he was on the COVID thing. Oh, well, now he is, but before that he was still inactive. Uh, still that inactive could have this week been because for of that. COVID. Well, is there going to be any uh, – uh, J.J. Watt being familiar with our offensive line may, you know, screw us in this game? Do you guys see anything? This would like be his, happen? like – no, I'm not saying JJ Watt is gonna is gonna have some games. I'm just saying he's gonna be like, hey, I know this guy's tendencies, I know that guy's tendencies. And what do you uh, mean? I mean, we've been the same offensive line coach since JJ Watt's been with the Texans for God knows how long. So yeah. Um I hate JJ Watt. I can just retire. Get out of here. I think uh I feel I, like if he went to Channel no, Jones to be like, hey, man, let me give you some – I think this is set stuff, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> J.J. Watt goes to Chandler Jones to give him some advice. Chandler's like, dude, I, it's cool. I got it. It's the Jags. Like, Yeah. I'm, Although their I'm offensive so, line has not been, like, the issue. It really hasn't. No. Especially so. this last week. Like, uh, we've only given up two sacks in two games, which is, like, the best or second best or something. Like, they actually – and we're, like, running the ball. I think it's, like, 4.5 yards a carry. So when we do run it, it's been effective, and Lawrence has had time. We just can't get the whole team on the same. But, hey, we're getting a little better each week. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. It's going to take time. Yeah. If, um, uh, probably Our cornerbacks are horrible, and their wide receivers are amazing. So that's a, a horrible mismatch. But It's uh, going to be hard. Based off what we've seen so far with giving up deep passes and who they have at wide receiver, like, that's going to be really tough. Like, when Teddy Bridgewater uh, is going deep on your ass, like, oh, God. Like, him and Tyler Taylor can, uh, are two of, like, the safest quarterbacks, and they were going deep as fuck on us. Uh, this is, like, a, a, a free question, not a three question. Uh, mm. Do they break the record for most consecutive losses in NFL history? The We've easy got answer. how many more to go to that? Like, seven? Uh, uh, nine, nine, 26, I think it's nine. I think the yeah, bucks nine. in the 70s were 26 losses that's without looking it up. And I think we're at 17. If that's accurate, then yeah, it's uh, nine. we're at 17. But the most Jags thing is to never even be the worst of being the worst kind of a thing. So we're gonna Can't fuck be the that best up. Of being the worst, yeah. So we're gonna like beat the Bengals or something just to ruin that streak, but then go on mm. another like 10 game losing streak kind of a thing. So <laughs> We're going to fuck it up and not yeah. have that fun stat that hasn't been broken since the but 70s. But you know the thing? If we do break a stat that's been around since the 70s, then. The Bucks. That's wild. Had all these stats that we have now. And now look what they have. <laughs> it's possible. In 30 that's years, we're going to have Tom Brady. You and I will be great. We'll be. have grandkids, you know? And, <laughs> and 
they'll be able to know joy. <laughs> the Buccaneers are like the slightly the more lucky version of us because they like win a Super Bowl and then they're shit for like a decade and a half and then they win another Super Bowl kind of a thing. They've only won two, but yeah. yeah but they were, but in between they were they were shitty. Like 99 we were amazing, but like, you know, Rams had our playbook and then 2017 we were amazing, but Miles Jack wasn't down. So they're just like slightly more lucky than us, I feel. Are you doing gonna, else? Oh, uh, go ahead. I was going to bring up that point when you were talking about Kyler Murray being the two-week favorite of being MVP. As much as I hate to say it, I think Tom Brady is the two-week favorite to be in the MVP. Yeah. You take I hope. Him, that was my, that was my, my prediction. The most valuable player to a team, if you take Tom Brady off of the Buccaneers, they're probably 0-2. Dude, no. Brady is well, on maybe. fire. Brady had two peaks in week one. One was just a Hail Mary to end the half. And then the other one was like, I'm pretty sure it was Fournette. It just like literally went in his hands and he just like threw it to the, you know, to the defense. So like he has nine touchdowns and two interceptions through two weeks. But like, those are like the stupidest interceptions. Like that man at 44. Still. I will gladly set aside. valuable player uh, to their team. Tom Brady. Be Tom Brady. I saw this meme. He just looks it at like, it. He's like fucking win or else. <laughs> I saw this meme. It was like, look, the NFL's in great hands. All these young quarterbacks. You got Mahomes, Lamar, Herbert, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> he's just entering his prime. But if you look at the picture, he, bro, that dude is forty-four and looks like he's reverse aging. Tom sure. Brady next to Blake Bortles and like nine out of ten yeah. people will be like, Blake Bortles is obviously older. Like that dude looks like a rough fifty. Yeah, doing construction and smoking cigarettes. Is that Brady's dad? No. <laughs> I I I'm fully on the uh, Brady Homer train now. I will gladly, especially with him being in the NFC. I'm here for it. I hope he reaches sixty mm. years. I'll gladly set, out, set aside one minute of God hates Jags for each pod just to just to talk about Brady at this point because it's fucking unbelievable. I hate him, but I love him. All right. So, anyways, back to the Cardinals. Um, I guess we can make some predictions. Uh, we can bring down our roster more and see how we stack up against them. I will say our college head coach has a lot more national championships than their college head coach. So. We got and that a better record for us. overall. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, who has a better – name a unit on the Jaguars that's better than the Cardinals. Hunter. Dude, Logan Cook is uh, – <laughs> he's doing really – he's like – Turner. I think he's best in the league right now in punt average. I'll say that. I'll say that. Logan Cook more is a weapon. Team is the point I'm trying to make. They're way more talented than we are all around. But – is it so obvious that we should lose it, that this is the game where we, like, fuck around and the Cardinals find out? Um, I don't know, man. We're going to be at home. It's a long it way is from strange. Uh, Glendale all the way to Duval. How long do you think – what do you think the spread is? How many points do you think the Cardinals are favoring? Uh, Ooh, Ten. Sean, you should know this. <laughs> I still don't – I'm trying to get into the, this kind of stuff more. I still don't really understand the, uh, the, the point spready stuff that much. But I'm going to say that they should beat us by 10 points. Okay. Patrick? Like, guess what the spread is? I don't know, eight and a half. Seven and a half, right? Seven and uh, a half. But what I found is strange is that the Broncos were favored by six and the Cardinals were favored by seven and a half. Is that, like, a big enough difference between, like, how good these two teams are? Or am I just overestimating the Cardinals? I feel like the Cardinals are a much better team than the Broncos. I mean, I feel like all those things are always super close because, you know, betting doesn't want to, like, give it a too touch, obvious. Over to... a touchdown at home is pretty high, I mean, for any team, even the worst. So, uh, Oh, I thought those were, like, generous odds they were giving us. They may – I mean, I would I have been, like, uh – I would say like ten points, but I know that's like not how that stuff works. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, in college, yeah, you, you would see you that are, you should take it. Because <laughs> you think you're getting some points. Um, well, yeah. I mean, everybody agrees. The we're all going losses. Anyone picking a win? No. Uh. Uh. No. 
Blood Do we need my... to get in uh, anything Guys, else as to why? My prediction is more <laughs> like than, uh, Patrick's prediction is just grunting noises, just Tim Allen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go first. Uh, 28-17 Cardinals. Oof. That means you have Josh Lambeau making one field goal and two point-after attempts. That's a strong day from Lambeau. I think Lambeau bounces back. <laughs> he gets rid of the yips. What do you think, Patrick? Uh, I'm going to say 41-24 Cardinals. Woo! <laughs> That's nasty. Smashing that over. Hey. Over under 51.5. Uh, but if we got 24, say... that means Lambeau's got a field goal in him. Yeah. And three extra points. That's a great – you guys are got a lot of faith in Lambeau. I'm going to say this. Sean's going to pick like eight. <laughs> this is what I got to say. Right now we're tied for second in the division. Tyrod Taylor's out. Davis Mills is starting. Have you seen this dude's neck? He looks like Mike Glennon. He's going to be so bad tonight. He looks <laughs> well, You're basing stupid. it on yeah. his neck. We got – Have you seen this quarterback's Cars- neck? Carson Wentz has like two broken ankles. How do you how do you hurt both of your ankles in one game? He it's does. Ridiculous. He is that guy from the M Night Shyamalan movies. He's yeah, made of glass. he's glass. <laughs> but how he do you is, have he's a... Samuel L. Jackson? Oh no, it's My crazy. Bones. You have to go out of your way to sprain both of your ankles in one game. So he's probably going to be injured for a while. Uh, so we we'll, it's it's between us and the Titans. I mean, there's that optimism. Why? Why not now? What you know? Like, what better time? Yeah, what better time to start figuring it out? I'm gonna give. I'm literally over here getting my dinner together. I'm multitasking because I love the Jets so much. But uh, why people tune in, Sean? Give us that. Give us that positivity. I'm. I'm predicting a win. Wow. Week four against the Bengals because I think they're a witch source team. But this week. We're probably going to take home the, the big L, but uh, it's still early in the season, but I, I think we're going to keep it closer. Um, I'm going to go, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 25 to 24. We're going to miraculously contain Kyler Murray in the pocket for most of the day and not let him scramble. And yeah, I have uh, Lambo missing all of his point after attempts. So, okay, that's what I was trying to do the math on how you're going to get. Well, I think, yeah. wait. Four what? touchdowns. Okay. All four touchdowns? Kids. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Do, do they go for PAT. two at some point? How did no. he get 25? Because Lambo misses all of his kicks. But how do they score 25? Oh, maybe I meant 24. <laughs> all right, he makes one. He makes, he makes one. And he gives us hope, and then he misses the next three. And we're like, what? I'm sorry, so, scores are locked. 25 to 24. 25 to 24. Right. However but that happens. That's going to happen. Watch. 25 24. Watch 25 to 24. Probably never happened in the history of the NFL right. scores. Dude, well, I love whoever's, <laughs> whoever's listening and keeping track of this, uh, we need to know how accurate we are, because we're not going to remember. No. <laughs> so, yeah. We got a loss this week coming, boys, but – We'll bounce yeah, back we later against the Bengals. This is why we're all in agreement. Game. This is why we play the game. It's the game of life. That's all we got. Ugh. Easily could find a lot of other things to do on my sad Sundays. Things that don't make me as sad, but that's the game of life. You, 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 I literally am postponing going to visit my parents this Sunday because I want to watch the Jaguars game. And See? there's no reason for me to want to watch it. But I'm delaying seeing my parents well that's a smart decision patrick (laughs) when you have an option to see your parents or not see your parents priority in my humble opinion eh, just do something else that day i'll see them later why don't your parents want to watch the game as well is the question yeah your mom loves the jags no they probably will why can't you watch watch the game if anything we should get your mom on the pod i'll get my mom on the pod on Mother's Day. <laughs> on the, my mom would not even first of all she wouldn't know what a podcast is uh, we'd have to be, all be over there setting up the zoom for each of our seriously moments. we'd have to be on the same zoom call <laughs> because there there would be no her setting up her own zoom like that, that just wouldn't happen would pop on 
You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Not going to happen. Uh, no. Uh, you know what we should do now, though? Tell us. What's that? Three questions. Three questions! Oh! Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. All right, well, since you said it, Shimmer, start us off, because you were bragging about how you've had your question ready for... First time ever. <laughs> not coming up with my question in the moment. Came up with it earlier today, because honestly... I don't know the answer or have an idea of who this person might be. So my question to the two of you, outside of Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell, tell me the greatest Jaguar receiver of all time. Because Jimmy's one and Keenan's two. Hmm. Who's three? Well, I have my favorite uh, wide receiver when it comes to touchdown celebrations. That would be one, Mike Sims Walker with the Orlando, uh, was it the Chopper City Juke? Chopper City Juke. I was a big fan of that dance. Uh, But purely, like, actually on our team, like, in their prime playing for us or just any player on our team at their prime? Well, it would have to be while they were playing for the Jaguars. So not Torrey Holt is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes. He no, you can't. No, we're not accounting <laughs> receiver, for stats on other teams. I'm talking about for what they did here just, on our just, team. Just making sure. Um, man, who would be? We had a lot of just mediocre dudes in like the 2000s with all the Matt Jones and Reggie Williams and Dennis Northcuts and all them. And we had the real Dennis shitty. Northcutt. See, I love Dennis Northcutt. Uh, and then we had the real shitties with like the Jason Hills and the Jarrett Dillards and all of them. All right. Is it? Uh, I pulled up the career. Alan Robinson. I'm going to go Alan Robinson. Maybe there's someone like, you know, earlier 90s that I'm not thinking off head, but. Who had the, the uh, uh, third most receiving yards for a receiver in their career as a Jaguar? Alan Robinson with wow. 2,000. 848 yards. He is fifth all time for receiving yards as a Jaguar. Uh, Number three, I bet you can guess. Number one is Jimmy Smith with 12,000 yards. Keenan McCardell had 6,000. Can you guess number three? I feel like you should be able to. Not a receiver. Fred Taylor. Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis had 4,500 yards in his career. Fred Taylor ranked eighth, uh, 2,361. Number four, also not a receiver, probably can guess this one as well. Jones Drew. Maurice Jones Drew. Kyle Brady comes in at seventh. Alan Hearns is sixth. And number nine, all time in Jaguar receiving yards, Cecil Shorts. I was going to say Cecil Shorts. That's got to be like. Ewan Cole's 11th. That's I don't like, even remember him playing that much. What about Mike Thomas? Uh, let's see if I can find Ace him. Sanders. He didn't catch shit. <laughs> Mike Thomas? You know how, like, he's got a 17th. 17th? What? 17th Mike Thomas ahead of 18 D.D. Westbrook, 19 Mike Sims Walker, and number 22 all time, Justin Blackman. Hey. <laughs> who just edged out Chris Conley and Dennis Northcutt. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Blackman in like three games had more than Dennis Northcutt? That's sad for me. I was, I was oh, a Northcutt man. fan. This list is so uninspiring. Marquise Lee is 12th. Matt Jones, <laughs> who I just found a $6 jersey, brand new, only two decades old, at a Marshalls. <laughs> 13th. 13th all time. Matt Jones. Jones. It was waiting for a home, and I gave it. Snag that. Did you wear it either the first two weeks? I did, and I vowed never to wear it again. Uh, Oh, Cass is saying, yeah. (laughs) Whichever way you're answering, just do the opposite of what you've been doing, please. Um, Leonard Fournette, 26th. (laughs) Such a terrible list. Wow. All right, that was my question. Who's up next? Sean, you got one? Uh, I don't have one yet. Did you answer? 
<laughs> Not really. We just uh, kind of talked about wide receivers I, no, I was, in general. I was, was going to say Cecil Shorts. Cecil Shorts is third greatest wide receiver and. Well, so I was, well, I was going to ask you for your question. Like, are you saying like according to stats or like? I just kind of like, thought your opinion. opinion. Mine would have been Allen Robinson is the third best one I've seen as the Jaguar. And I was I was going to say Cecil Shorts. <laughs> yeah, really he great played one attitude. year without us and was just done. Yeah, exactly. Because I think of like Allen Robinson still having a career post Jacksonville while Cecil Shorts is like a Jaguar. If Not Cecil dude. Shorts didn't name his kid Pants, I'm going to be very upset. Cecil Shorts betrayed us. He like played for like, I don't know, a couple games for the Texans and he like retired as a Texan and like lives there now and does like radio for them now. So dude, he betrayed us. Mm-hmm. That'll tell wow. you where the loyalty lies. <laughs> but can't blame him. It's hard to. All right, Patrick, what's your question? Oh, I like how you deflected. Uh, well, I'm going to say, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. So <clears throat> let me say, which one of these will happen first this year? Uh, the Jaguars will have back-to-back wins or we will be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. I mean, that's a pretty easy call. Wow. Which one of these happens first? Which one will happen first? The worst possible outcome is we get mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and then we like win three games in a row. But I mean, I would say happen. to be, yeah. Well, the division is going to be, I mean, I think with the added playoff spot and uh, added game, it's going to take a lot you'll be eliminated a lot later because there'll be more scenarios. So exactly. I'll go two wins in a row, but I, I can't see anywhere on the schedule. They were two in a row. <laughs> they like, play Atlanta uh, Texans, maybe when they do that. We, even in 2017, when we were good, we still like one loss, one loss, one loss for like half of the year. So like, even when we were good, it still felt like we weren't that good because of how we were, like, winning back and forth every other week. So I don't have a lot of faith in the Jags right now popping off two wins in a row. So I'll say we get mathematically eliminated first currently. We've got – Ask Texans me next week Jets. it can change, but um, – Real quick, I just happened to scroll all the way down on the list on that receiving, and Byron Lefwich has the record for least amount of receiving yards with one catch for negative seven yards. Just how does that happen? Number the second to last, Chad Henney minus six, David Garrard minus six. So (laughs) they all three are holding down the bottom. Love it. Love it. All right, Sean, you're up. No Uh, more delaying. No more delaying. (laughs) My question is if you (laughs) feel like I asked everyone. I feel like I just always end up asking a bunch of food-related questions about the stadium because that was what I was about to ask. We've done that one. I Damn, think. okay. <clears throat> I won't ask my food-related question. John can only focus on one thing at, at a time, and he's currently, you know, he just made food, so yeah. that's what's on his head. On his yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got it. Um, I recently heard a uh, on 1010XL uh, Walker Little has – a sponsorship of some kind. I don't remember what it was for, like car dealership. Oh, yeah, he's off. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, but what the fuck? How's this dude who's never even he played this? He's been time. inactive, and now he has COVID, and he already has a sponsorship. Like, he's, what the like, fuck? since before the season. Who could you see, besides Trevor Lawrence, like, who could you see getting some kind of, like, national commercial, and, like, what kind of a uh, sponsorship should it be for? Who on our team is worthy of getting, like, you mean a, a national sponsorship profi- or like a local one? I'll say like a decently high profile, not like the Pearson Twins Toyota, a little bit bigger than that. Like, who do you think has the personality to like get a... They uh, are the advertisement. They don't need the players. No, they don't use them anymore. Like, they like told their parents to fuck off for some shit. Because they're <laughs> uh, in some like crazy drug laundering money scheme stuff. I won't get into it too much, but... uh. 
I got connection. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, uh, that's a tough question. It's just the question is who's the most marketable player on the team outside of Trevor? Yeah, besides Trevor, and what, but also what are they marketing? Something where he doesn't have to talk a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which makes me feel like it's not a good marketing person. Headphones, if he's not good for Sean. He's just, marketing headphones, Bose headphones. <laughs> block out the noise. Beats, and uh, I feel like masks can, can get like uh, you know McCaffrey's and the Zeeks of the world. <laughs> So I would say that I would say if Shaq Griffin was good, I would say he would be pretty marketable because he seems to be like a pretty like friendly smiling guy. You know, he he would look good in a commercial (laughs) for like Old Spice or something, but he's just not good enough for it to warrant him being in that commercial. If he had the talent of like Jalen Ramsey, it's not in a, like hardly any commercials. You guys missed the easy one. A year from now, when Tyson Campbell's killing it, Campbell's chunky suit, he's going for it. The can's gonna come down like a ball out of the sky, and he's gonna like miss it. Uh, and then Him and like, his mom. Yeah. Yeah, the mom's gonna be the one that catches it because he has horrible ball skills. <laughs> Isn't Miles Jack's mom's name Lasagna? Yes, it is. Yeah. Miles Jackson. It's not spelt like lasagna. It's spelt something weird, but it looks Well, there's lasagna. your sponsorship right there. True. Dude, I mm, love pasta. Olive Garden. Yes. His dad is named Kilometers. <laughs> Are you serious? No. no. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> son Got of a bitch. Got him. All right. Next week, it's... I'll come with a food question. I, I, I ended up getting some food in there. That's what's on all of our minds, apparently. I love it. All right. Grade three question, guys. Those questions were astute. Really got the brain boiling. Sean, I uh, think yours was the best. I'm just going to say that. It's always the best. <laughs> so it's the <laughs> least relevant it's, to anything. It's the work you put it in. It, it, it just pays off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's game time. Game time. Let's play a game, motherfucker. All right, so I've been tasked with making the game this week. Uh, it's been a while because I feel like my games are really bad. So this this is what I came up with, guys. So bear with me. This is what I got. Um, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna take you for a, a journey here, gentlemen. So we've played the Arizona Cardinals five times in the past, and uh, what I did was uh. I'm going to tell you the scores of each game, and I took the point differential of each game, and then I found whatever the all-time grossing movie, what number that correlates with, and you're going to have to guess that movie based off of a couple clues. So the first time we've ever played the Cardinals was back in December 10th, 2000, right after the famous re-election of the Florida votes and all that stuff. Uh... We whooped the Cardinals' ass 44 to 10. Got our first victory against them. That's a point differential of 34. So the I looked up the 34th highest grossing movie of all time. And I'm wow. going to give you, for each movie, the year came okay. out and two actors that were in it. I understand. You, all right. I tried. I sat around for a while. I like this game. I was going to do, this. like, yeah. presidents. I was trying to think no, of that was, I no, no, so no, long, movies. but... I love movies, movies so this is where I stick with. All right. Pretty good, yeah. So, like I said, back in 2000, we kicked the Cardinals' ass, 44 to 10, 34-point difference. Uh, so the 34th highest-grossing film of all time came out in 2010, and it starred, of, of the stars, Michael Keaton and Tom Hanks. What movie is that? You get one guess. Michael Keaton and Tom Michael Hanks. Keaton and Tom Hanks were both in this movie. They were the stars. With, you know, like they both have big prominent roles. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't want to make it too too obvious with some of the movies, but uh, this was the thirty fourth highest grossing movie of all yeah, time from two thousand ten. So eleven years old now. I can't think of a single movie that Michael Keaton and Tom <laughs> Hanks are in together. Yeah, from 2010? Uh, I'm going to say The Da Vinci Code. 
Shimmer. Holy shit. I don't even know if Tom Hanks is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this is the 34th <laughs> grossing movie. Yeah, uh, I'm just throwing just... one out there. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a Tom Hanks movie. You have 10 seconds. I'll just I'll go spotlight. I don't think Tom Hanks is in that though. And what the I also fuck is that? It's fucking won an Oscar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Toy Story 3. Oh, oh, son of you a... You tricked us. <laughs> I didn't trick you. It's an animated movie. I didn't is get to choose the 34. No, is Michael, he like Michael the villain? Michael is he the dog? No, dude, he plays Ken, like Barbie and Ken. He's hilarious. That's great. Oh, that's He's like, hey, Barbie, check out all my different outfits. I got camouflage Ken, space Ken, you know, going to work Ken, and he, like, does all his outfit changes. It's you good. tricked right. us. That's a good fit. And it's I didn't good get to now. pick that. It was an animated movie. But I don't think Pixar-type stuff was running through either of our heads, so yeah. now we have to consider that sort of thing. You know, if I said Tom Hanks in uh, Tim, Tim Allen, that's, Would have given know, away. Yeah, I tried no. to make it not quite as, but, uh, all right, going in. To the next time that we played the Cardinals, fast forward to November 27th, 2005. We get our second victory against the Cardinals. We beat them 24 to 17. Spoiler alert, it's the last time we ever beat the Cardinals. Uh, so the last time we beat them was back in 2005. But that is a point difference of seven points. So the seventh highest grossing film of all time came back or uh, came out in 2019. And it starred Seth Rogen and John Oliver as some of the stars of the movie. John Oliver? Do you know who that even is, Patrick? He's no, a white guy? Yeah. I'll give you one other clue. It also I guess had... It or no. I'm good All with right. it. All right. <laughs> you just seem happy with John Oliver. So I'll, I'll stay within the parameters of the game. Uh... Shimmer, you know the answer? Yes. 2019, the seventh. Oh, yeah. this has so got to be a fucking animated movie, com- too. If you, you feel confident, bitch. then, yeah, Patrick, you guess first. This has to be an animated movie. 2019? <laughs> uh, I'll give you one other hint. It was a remake, reimagining. Uh, it's not the first time this movie has come out, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the term for it is nowadays. A remake, yeah, I know the uh, term as well, <laughs> uh, dude. It's uh, give him a sh- give him a clock. I don't know, in- inside out, inside out. Seth Rogen in a Disney Pixar movie. The that is incorrect. Shimmer, what is your guess? Is the Lion King, and it's called a live adaptation, a live adaptation. <laughs> Even though it's still all CGI, <laughs> right? It wasn't really live, but that is correct. Yeah. Seth Rogen played Pumbaa. I was John Oliver say, played Zazu. He was a good Zazu. No Mr. Bean, was, but he was a solid was Zazu. Zazu the baboon? No, he's no, the bird. Parrot. He was the bird. That's right. Patient right. Zazu. Flash forward <laughs> another four years. We meet the Cardinals again. September twentieth, two thousand nine. We fall to them 31 to 17 with a point difference of 14. So what is the 14th highest grossing film of all time? And the clues are, I wrote them out of order, so it took me a second to look at it properly. Uh, This movie came out in 2017 and it starred Benicio Del Toro, and Adam Driver. That's uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm gonna say that too. <laughs> Sometimes there's holes in our games. <laughs> yeah, totally Star Wars. To be fair, Jedi. though, I don't think it's called a live adaptation. Now I can't. I just want to know what they call that <laughs> but you are both correct i feel like I patrick it. has to guess first from now on i do it that one is, is too easy all these are going to be 2018 movies 
This uh, is the game I came up with. You good. will listen to me. I'm still winning. All right. Two to one. Two to one. Four years again in the future. Our past, November 17th, 2013. We meet the Cardinals again. We lose to them 27-14 this time. So one, trend. one movie up. This is the 13th highest grossing film of all time. Ooh. It came out in 2011, so at least Ooh. 10 years old. And it stars Alan Rickman and Warwick Davis. Um, we'll let Patrick guess. 10? <laughs> yeah, 11. We'll well, let I Patrick know. guess first, because you know too many I, movies, Jim. I have a general idea of this Alan one. Alan Rickman... I know. And who? Warwick Davis. Warwick who... Davis, one of my favorites. Yes. Do you uh, know who that is? Yeah. Okay. He's in all sorts of stuff. But this movie he's in is... Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if Patrick is just shitting with me. It's uh, Harry Potter. That's correct. And the something or another. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to take us home, Shimmer? I don't know which one it is. I'm trying to think what. 2010... Eleven. Uh, 2011? Yeah. Which one came out in 2011? Uh, let's go... Uh, what's the last one called? The... Uh, uh, whatever. Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> That's that is... Guess. Incorrect. I'll give you each a half a point. Because it is Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. That's... Mm. Deathly Hallows. Couldn't think of it. Is it part one that or was, part two? Uh, part two. That was the very final one. That was the other part guy's two. best performance. Which one? Not Alan Rickman. The other one. Warwick Davis. Yeah. That, Do you know who that is, Patrick? Yeah, he's in Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god. You know that? He's like, Willow. It's not even. Uh, it's not even his voice. They like dub it over with a British guy. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. Sure. Well, he's Willow and Willow, and he plays the main Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Willow, Warwick, yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know the score, but we have one last question for you gentlemen Two and today. Half to one and a half. Our most recent loss to the Cardinals, November 26, 2017, in which Blaine Gabbert beat us. I'll always remember that. 27 to 24, the closest Ooh. game yet. Point difference of only three points. So we have the third highest grossing movie of all time here. Came out in 97, and it starred Bill Paxton and <laughs> Kathy Bates. Shimmer's a big I Bill say... Paxton fan. <laughs> it's just so funny how you try to hide it. <laughs> With your acting choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know what it is. And Shimmer knows what it is. Come on, man. I'm going to say... Yeah. It also starts with other people. We'll, we'll say, it, say it on the count of three. Three, two, one. Titanic. Titanic. Hey, bringing it on home. Good job, gentlemen. Damn. Damn. Bill Paxton rocked it in that movie. He was great. Rest in peace. I love Bill Paxton. He died, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he man. He did a couple of years ago. If you've never seen Fractility or Frailty, how do you pronounce it? Frailty. Frailty. Great movie. That's my movie recommendation for this pod. Check it out. So, good. I don't know. Was there a winner? Did anybody win? I won. We all win. We all win. <laughs> no, I actually won. <laughs> we all win. Yeah, we all won. won. Unlike won. the Jags, unless there's an upset. Probably mm. not. But 25 to 24. I don't remember 20... my picks, but I remember <laughs> Sean's gonna... now. That's right. <laughs> so, I said 41-23. So yeah. yeah, that was close to the original 44-10 what if we beat them again 44 to 10 just like the first time back in 2000? That would be absolutely insane. Probably won't happen, but find out if it does on the next episode of God Hates Jags when we recap the Cardinals-Jags game. We're good, bye. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck to everybody that's at the stadium. Good luck to the out-of-town fans watching on your big screen TVs. It's going to be a hell of a game watching Kyler Murray stunt on us. What did I say? You're Never know. Season's still young. We could turn it around. Season's young. Chance. Trevor Lawrence threw three picks and then two picks. So now he's going to be down to one pick this week. We're going to run J-Rob. I like that logic. 
Yeah, yeah see, that's my best Ooh. logic theory had all week. So. That is definitely much better than your last theory. All right, so tune in again, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. On behalf of myself, Cameron Patrick, good night. Go Jags. Go Jags. <laughs>